Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Support for the Boner Planet Podcast is presented by Dead Down Wind, Tinks, Shadow Hunter Blinds, Burris Optics, Dead Ringer, The Grind, Bomar Archery, Element Outdoors, Reveal Cellular Camera, HHA and HHA USA, Black Eagle Arrows, Cobra Archery, Additional support provided by Deer Camp Coffee and Yeti Coolers. Welcome to the Border Planet Podcast. This is the scary episode. <laughs> I'm totally using that. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bowhunter Planet Podcast. You have myself, James Nopum, with, I think that's Dave Thomas. He's not very good at his job. And uh, Tim Mazarana, who's inappropriate pretty much all the time. And uh, today we're going to talk about, what are we going to talk about? I think we're going to talk about our dream punk camps. Yeah, man. I, I wanted and since to, it was Tim's idea, he's going to go ahead and start first. I wanted to uh, just kind of do a quick rundown of, like, necessities first, but then kind of build off and, like, what our wants would be right so for me for me a hunt camp necessity is a working shower okay you know what i like that idea tim but take us take us through it like you're reading a book like a movie like just take us into the imagination of what it would be like at your hunt camp can you give me what just just come walk and this is what happens can you give me an example of what your uh what what you're sure i go first yeah you don't sure, want to go, go? Yeah, yeah yeah go ahead all right so guys <clears throat> video game hunt- screens are everywhere next what a hunt camp is to me so i walk in now first i drive there and it takes a long time like maybe five six hours then i get out of my big old 250 type truck like a big 2500 hd type truck and i'm pulling some sort of sick machine like a four-wheeler or something fun to play with. Then I walk over in the sweet, sensational smells of a smoker, a camp chef smoker, are <laughs> coming in to my nostrils. I smell this overwhelming flavor of chicken and steak and all these great things and lobster. And then 
I look around, there's like this beautiful house. So big. I mean, just so big. And it's all log, log cabin. And I go inside. I look around. It's a lot of room, a lot of space. And there's a thing. It says Dave Thomas. It's like a locker system. And I go over, there's like six lockers. And they're all just for me. No one else needs anything. So the first locker, I put my lightweight clothing. Second locker, my midweight. Third locker, my heavy. And the other stuff, I just throw like all my accessories and all that stuff in there. My boots. I have a set of boots for everything. Camera area to put all my cameras. And uh, anyway, so food is served like at a restaurant. And you can order stuff. And we all sit down and we can just enjoy this fantastic moment of just eating steaks and not having to actually even get up to get our own drinks and all that. Just be great. Then we play some euchre and uh, maybe do some fun podcasting just for fun. Then after that, and we're ready to rock, get out, do some four wheeling, just tear it up, tear up the back roads. And uh, okay. And then the next day we go hunting and then we have some sweet, like shadow blind hunters, you know, in there. And we're going to sit in those warm, comfy things, get put our feet up and our bows already in there for us. Someone put them out for us. We had to carry them to the stand. <laughs> I, I, I honestly, I, I didn't think you were going to take it this far. I really didn't. Oh, I'm still going. I ain't done. So then like, you know, this is now I will take this from my Texas hunt. So you like shoot the deer or shoot whatever. And then you're done. Like the guy goes and guts it. Gets it, pulls it to the front of the house. So something like, like, honestly, like going to an outfitter would be like a dream hunt, to be honest, uh, because the food's cooked for you. I mean, they don't necessarily serve you, but the food's cooked for you. The bed's done for you. Everything's clean. They take care of the animal. I mean, it's it's really relaxing, and you can actually enjoy yourself. So, I guess I'll end it on shoot a big buck. Someone you know takes it up for you and cleans it and loads it in your car. Love it. Want to hear mine? All right, but it better be good. You might you need more time. You want an open no? Because we got no no open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, make, that's a great make, idea, Dave. Make, Let's go with no boom. Make sure you use a bunch of adjectives. We're gonna do like an ad ad lib thing. It's gotta be a name story. It's gotta be like telling so, a story. So talk, talk I'm, we're, we're gonna go to the the property last, but the building itself, you drive in from the road, right? And you're driving in from the I can, road I can, I can on, on a two it. track. I can see it. And the two track goes back. I don't know, maybe maybe, let's say a quarter mile before you it. before quarter you get to the camp, good. right. Quarter so you got good. you got some hunting property in the front. And, and in the middle of the, in the middle of the property, there's a pond, right? Nice little fishing pond with a river that feeds it. And right next to the pond sits this big, huge 60 by 100 foot pole barn, right? But the pole oh. barn isn't just a pole barn. The pole barn is half lodge, half pole barn. So you walk in the pole barn, big, huge doors with a little entry door on the side just for going in and out. And you walk in the big, huge pole barn, right? And, and it's just wide open for the first 80 feet or so, 40, 60 feet, right? Just kind of sounds like the place, hangar, Opal. A place, it, 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 yeah, a little bit like the, a little bit like the hangar, a little bit like- Is there the any razor blades in here? A little bit like the hangar. So you have room to park all your toys. You know, we got some, some UTV sitting on the side. We got a camper sitting over there. If we want to go out and camp for the night on the property, whatever. But the back half, the back half. So, so imagine after 60 feet, it stops and you look at it 
and it looks like the outside of a house. So you have an indoor outdoor mm. house, right? So the bottom is like your living stuff. You got your kitchen, you got your shower, you got your dining room, you got a nice little table for cards and all that kind of stuff. Nothing crazy, nice little couch, you know, that kind of thing. But there's a staircase that goes upstairs and upstairs is like one big loft, right? And on the loft, you got a nice little balcony. You can put your equipment on, you can look over the rail, you can see the, the rest of the pole barn. But then the upstairs is split up into four different bedrooms, all with either bunk beds or queen beds or whatever, so that you could have four different rooms, one for snores, maybe one for the one for ladies, one for kids, so on and so forth. But that's the inside of it. And then on that balcony for the, the top of the, uh, the loft, there's a spiral staircase that goes up to the roof where you have a lookout where you can see all over the property. That would be my dream hunt camp. Now, kitchen wise, right? So you have the indoor kitchen. My dream hunt camp would be to have a covered outdoor kitchen. So imagine off the side, the carport, and underneath that carport, you got a pizza oven, you got a smoker, you got a griddle, you got a sink, you got a little mini fridge, just all Egg. decked out, ready to go. So that is my dream property. Now that could probably sit on, you know, minimum of 10, 10 acres and I'd be good, but that's my dream property. Dream, dream hunt camp. Jamie. Well, I'm starting with the property. Cause I, if I'm hunting with you clowns, I need at least a thousand acres. All right. And we each get 250 acres to work the way we want it. Right. Oh God. Oh God. I think that'd be pretty cool. I like the pole barn idea though, but my pole barn would have all that stuff and, and we'd have all the tools and all the, and, you know, UTVs, all the stuff in there, but we'd have a bar in there. There you go. A nice bar that was sectioned off and it was, it was just designated only TVs, couches, all that stuff in there. Old-fashioned. So, but I like the idea. You know, remember I went to the Struther Hunt Camp, right? The way that that lodge was set up would be perfect. There's just like a bunch. It's like a, it's, it was like a big U shape, but there was a bunch of like hotel rooms almost inside that lodge. So everybody's got their own space. You had a little area for your hunting stuff, maybe. Then you got the kitchen, and you got like a big area to hang out and all that stuff. So I, I think. That's what I'm liking. I like it, man. I like, I like it. it. I like it. I, you know, I, I think a big thing to me when it comes to hunt camp is the uh, the cooking equipment, right? You, you yeah. got you got to be able to eat well at hunt camp. You got to be able to make some good grub, especially if you got a group of guys going with you. So, for me, you know that that outdoor kitchen with the the smoker and the grill and the pizza oven and all that stuff is a definite necessity. Um, for my dream hunt camp. I, I would love to, one of the things I forgot, I would love to have an area right out front, maybe next to the carport area where you got a nice little bonfire pit with some really comfortable seating where you can also just sit around at the end of the night, you know, have a couple drinks <laughs> outside if it's nice out and just sit by a bonfire. I think that's the way I would do it. Not too shabby. I, think, I think like, I'll just go into the story of mine again. Like, <laughs> just the, but just more of the story like yeah so i get creepy. there 
I get because I forgot a lot of really good important aspects. <clears throat> so I get there, we all kind of pulling together. We get there, get all of our gear put in those nice lockers. We're all set. We're sitting down, getting drinks served to us, or just relaxing. <laughs> and all of a sudden, there's this knock on the door. We look up, and it's Luke Bryan. He's got two bottles of Grey Goose. He's like, "Let's go, boys! Let's do this!" And we're like, "Yeah, yeah!" And then like all these random people show up like ted nugent and all these random people and they're just there to hang out and tell stories this is the best thing ever uh, and that, that's that's it we'll just leave it at that but that's cool man uh, all right so so i think i think what i want to do this year is i think i want to start a new tradition of and maybe we could do it with turkey when we go and and kick it off there but i want to start doing crab legs for, at hunt camp just throwing them on the grill for a couple minutes sitting down and having a nice little crab leg dinner man i i i've had it twice now in the last two weeks and i forgot how much i love crab i did it for my uh, dad and brother's birthday two weeks ago did make it on it? my smoker and then my in-laws actually did it for us the following weekend and man good crab you can't beat it love you make crab. It? what's that how'd you make i it? usually throw mine right in the microwave it's pretty good. so how I make it is it's fr it comes frozen, right? Yeah. So I put the grill at 300 degrees, let it warm up, get the grill Smoker nice, nice grill. and hot smoker. Yeah. But at that temperature, you're not getting a lot of smoke, right? Because a, a lot of it's just burning off because you're running it at 300 degrees. Yeah. So get it up to 300 degrees. Um, on this one, I put 11 pounds of crab on. So I had 11 pounds of crab going. Yeah. And what I do is as soon as I put it on, I, I off to the side, which I already pre-made, I have a mixture of butter and Old Bay. So melted butter and Old Bay. And I stir that up, take a basting brush, baste the crap out of them, let them go for about five to seven minutes, flip them all, baste them again, let them go for another five to seven minutes, and then pull them off. And what it, what's awesome about it is that it's crab, but because of that old bay on the outside, when you start cracking that open and you're using your hands, right, to open all this stuff up, that old bay works itself in there and onto the meat, and it's so freaking delicious, dude. Just mm. absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, I, can't can't They're frozen. I can't wait to get to Florida. I'm going to eat all the, all the seafood. Yeah, I'm a big seafood Fish fan, tacos. man. The, one, the only thing I don't like are, like, mussels. Mussels and oysters yeah. I'm not a big oh, fan no. of. I like, I like cooked oysters. Cooked oysters are good. I'll do the yeah. Rockefeller stuff on them. Yeah. You know, and you're right. I had I had cooked mussels in Scotland, fresh off the fresh off the uh, the beach or wherever we were at, and uh, those are actually pretty good. They did them in um, just water, and then they they had some butter and garlic, and that was okay. Still mm -hmm. not my favorite. I'd rather have crab, but uh, I love that stuff. If you guys were to choose, would you choose crab or lobster? Crab. Yeah, I'm the same. I like lobster, but crab's better in my opinion. I love. I mean, when I like you're saying, Tim, when I get going on crab, it's the best. Yeah. So. Dude, my my in-laws when they bought us these crab legs, these no crabs. joke, the crab yeah. leg was that thick around. <laughs> like one leg was a whole pound, and you know, so you pull it out and you got a tube of crab meat that's literally like six inches long and about two inches thick. That thing was freaking amazing. What's pretty cool about the king crabs like that is that you, like when you're getting them, they're actually got by the guys that 
do deadliest catch like literally yeah. those are the people like that's yeah. where it came from yeah like no there's doubt. not that many people there's maybe compared to the show there's probably another 15 boats but either way you know it's one of those boats got that crab leg for you it's crazy yeah i know that's really it, it, but it can be expensive right i mean they run 30 to 50 dollars a pound but shoot man it's to me and i'll be honest i i did when i did the 11 pounds I could only find three pounds of King and the rest I did snow crab. I actually liked for the size that we had, because the King, the King that I had were a little bit smaller. I liked the snow crab over the King crab all day. It's cheaper too. But those right? big ones, the big ones that we had, because you could pull them out in such huge chunks. Yeah. I would take that all day long. And she got, uh, where did they get? They got it at a market. Not, not far from you. Um, Andrea's market seafood there's one in there's one on Gratiot down by our old our old neighborhood but they have another location out by you you should check them out interesting yeah that sounds good I usually get my Costco when I'm there that's why I usually just grab them yeah I went there and they they got rid of the crab counter at my Costco so they oh, didn't really? have the crab counter where you can go up and order it by pound because I only <laughs> wanted like six pounds I don't have that either yeah you I had to buy it by the box and I'm like eh. I didn't get the I didn't get the king crab Oh yeah, yeah. The king crab they had ten pound boxes. They wanted twenty eight, twenty eight ninety nine a pound, so it was two hundred ninety bucks. And I'm just thinking to myself, I'm like, I love my dad, but not two hundred eighty dollars worth. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> yeah. No, I hear you. Uh... So anyway, I don't know. What do you guys think? New tradition? Do some crab legs at hunt camp this year? Uh, hey, I got the um, I got a um, uh, what do you call it? Um, it's made for that the instapot uh, kind of like that but it's i forgot the name of it. it's the can cooker the big one yeah the can cooker. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah it's made for like the legs it's huge it's like real tall and you put them in we, we used it um i went on a i went on the uh lake house and we used it there to do la the legs it was really <laughs> i think that'd be really good for like you do a boil crawfish you could, you could put you could yes. put shrimp and yeah, corn like and potatoes in there yeah, I'll do the leg. Like, I think we should do the crab legs like one day, and then the next day do like a broil type thing because yeah. I think it'd be fun to do like both of them because that's something rare we, you don't get. Like having you to do gumbo. Our horizons, right? I think that I think that's yeah. my point is we need to expand our horizons with cooking at Hunt Camp, and I know it's tough sometimes. You don't like Easy Mac? Um, no, I mean, I, no, I know honestly, Jamie, I don't, I don't mind Easy kidding. Meals. Don't get me wrong, I'm it's just not kidding. that. I, it's just, there's something about like a good, good gooper guys eating good food around a table, just chilling. And, and it's hard right. sometimes because we have such a small group and That's when it. we shoot something, we got to go out and find it. Right. It's the time though. Yeah. It, you it, need it time is. to cook it. And we don't, we, by the time you get in from a hunt, it's usually like seven or eight, yeah. you know, so, but anyway, either way, um, I am down this year. I'm going to make thieves stew for sure one day it's amazing and it's all crock pot i put it all together in the morning and by the time dinner comes we're eating like kings so that is really good and um then we should do the fish stuff and then um but yeah i mean you got that blackstone tim like that that flat cooker i mean we could that's easy to cook tons of great stuff you can do steak searing on there and smoke yeah, if the rest chef comes through with us if camp chef too, comes to her money because we'll get some smokers we could take yeah. a portable smoker portable pizza maker they got yep. that they got the crab leg uh big things we were talking about yeah so that'd be that'll be really good that'd be sweet um so yeah man it's it's been interesting guys i, I think that 
you know, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting year and I've had more conversations with companies this year than we've ever had. I just talked to Lone Wolf Tree Sands today. They're very interested in working with us. Um, Camp Chef. I mean, it's crazy. It's just, it's just one of those years where everybody's looking for, it's not, I, I understand it though. Everybody's looking for, uh, you know, the next thing in archery and bow hunting and, and hunting. And to be honest with you, bow hunter planet, it's doing really well. I mean, we, we are at the forefront of this stuff. We, and I mean, we've been doing all these videos. We got great content. Our Instagram's on fire. I mean, it's people look to us now for all these things. So it's been very easy, I think, in that sense to get companies on board. But the truth is, it's not like we're just saying, Hey, give us your money and see you later. We really work yeah. with companies a lot and yeah. we do a lot of work. And so it's not like you just sponsor something and you walk away. Like you just like, like a, like a magazine, you don't just pay for an ad yeah. and leave like dead down wind and tanks, right? They're going to give us the product. We're going to use the product, which we use that stuff anyway, to be honest, this is a win-win yep. for us and, and those guys, but um, like a camp chef, you know, we're not only are we going to get a grill and do stuff with it, but we're going to actually film that stuff and use little mini clips on this show and all of our other shows. So it's a lot of fun. And I think it's fun to combine what we do with just the outdoor industry, right? Like, like grilling and RVing and camping and biking with like a swag tron, right? Uh, we kind of intertwine that and it's starting to become more of an outdoor feeling and i really like that you know i don't want to just focus on bows all the time i want to focus on what gets us outdoors you know whether it's a bow a gun whatever it's fine but you know we need to have that focus i agree man i i, I love because it's not just about the hunting right because that that isn't why we do it part of part of the reason why we do it is because of you guys and hanging out and going to hunt camp and enjoying those outdoor experiences most of the time, I mean, a lot. Well, I can't say most of the time, but there's a lot of time that we spend out in the field where we're not hunting, right? We're putting up stands and putting up equipment and cooking food and all that kind of. There, there's two halves to every every yeah. side of when you're going to hunt yeah. camp, and I I think it's great that we can share all of it. You know. Yeah. Some of the things I enjoy the most, to be honest, uh, you know, with you guys and when we go up north, um, I really I love turkey season. Cause I, it's so laxed and relaxed. You can have a cigar while you're sitting at the ground blind. It's not a big deal. But what I really enjoy besides that is like, I really like that first initial work weekend type thing. Yeah. Cause I feel like we sit there on the runway and we just like watch for deer with our burris. We just, yeah. sit there we just watch and monster books such, and then like they warm, never come back around. <laughs> it's a warm feeling, right? You feel this warm sensation because it's warm out like the air and stuff. And it feels amazing just sitting there with the breeze, but not just that you're looking, you're actually seeing a big buck. It's so exciting to me. Like, yeah, yeah you're not hunting it, but like you're seeing it and it's like a huge buck and you're like sitting there going, Oh my God, look at it guys. And you know, we're just going back and forth and, that's just so fun to me. And I know we're not going to hunt it, but there's no pressure on me either at that point. Right now. Right. I'm like, I think that's it. Camera, let's, let's, let's cook some food up while we're waiting, you know, have some beers. And it's just so fun. You know, there's so yeah, much. And I think it. that's it is like, like for, for hunt weekends, it's a lot like during the week, you know, work hard, play hard. You know what I mean? There, there's yeah. no pressure after that. Once you're done working, you can play with hunting. Like you, you, it's more than that because it's like when you're done hunting and you come back and you do your food and all that kind of stuff, you're already thinking about the next hunt. What am I going to do? Am I going to do anything different? You know, all that kind of stuff. So I feel like there's a lot more pressure during hunting season. You don't get that chance to really relax as much. 
no yeah you're like i guess gotta get geared up go back out yep you gotta go to bed at a certain time so i can be up tomorrow i don't you know no hangovers blah 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 yeah one of the things i think that i don't know (laughs) people realize this or know this about us but you know we've we've done a really good job actually over the past few years of pulling out of pulling back from the hunting show portion of the business so we don't really, we film our hunts and stuff, but it's not like what it used to be. Like at one point, hunting shows were very important for us. And we, we, we put a lot of funding behind those and sponsors, but we've moved from that. We've put all that into podcasting and test lab and uh, BHP Roundtable, things like that, you know, in, in the scary stories, the segments, like all that now holds all of that work and what we owe companies. Whereas the hunting, we don't. So it's actually genius because now we actually actually can try to enjoy ourselves when we hunt and not have so much pressure on us to film something so like or shoot something yeah or shoot something yeah so we could take away that aspect sure there's still work to do while we're at hunt camp things that we can work on like you know ballistics gel shots and things like that which we do um but it's nice to take away that pressure and focus on us and actually using the gear without worrying about a camera behind us or you know someone filming it and you know turkey's fun though because you can sit together and joke around that's different to me like i'll film a turkey hunt all day but i don't want to like during deer season to have like anybody sit with me is not as fun because you can't talk you're all dead quiet and you know you don't want to mess up something for that guy and you know no 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 you're you're absolutely right i think there's i like buddy hunting with deer sometimes but a lot of the times like when you're doing it you're doing it with kind of an expectation that you're not going to really see anything you know, you're kind of just going to hang out, you know, a little bit because yeah. what's the point of doing it? No, and I, and I do take that back. I mean, there, there are times where you are. I mean, when Brian, Brian and I sat together a couple of years ago in my spot on the other, on the, on the 20, that was cool, man. Like we didn't really talk. We were just kind of looking around. You'd whisper here and there and t- that kind of thing. Um, but it was kind of cool to hang out with him a little bit. So I think there's moments for that type of stuff. And I do like doing it, but I think you approach it as, you know, if I don't do it, if I don't see anything, it's cool. I kind of approach it like I do with a youth hunt, right? Mm-hmm. Like if we see something great, if we don't, you know, at least we were out there and we got to sit out in nature. Yeah. 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 I, I enjoy it. I, I think that's, I've done some buddy hunts, especially during like, you know, uh, the ranch stuff we've had to do over the years and, and, and also the uh, outfitters you know, because a lot of those you have to film them. There's, there's a whole point of being there, but those me and Ron had a lot of fun sitting together for the most part when we did it. And, you know, honestly, I actually kind of preferred filming, which is what I did, you know, let yeah. him hunt because I knew he would make the shot. Number one, I was really more excited about not having the pressure on me in that scenario, even though I would love to shoot a big buck. I was like, you know what? <clears throat> I'll just film you. And if you get one, then you could film me, but I'll let you go first because then there's no pressure. I mean, I can just sit there with the camera as long as I don't make some loud jerky noise or something. You know what I mean? Right. It was yeah, he'd probably deal. throw you out of the stand. He would throw you out of the stand. <laughs> one of the funniest moments, I'll never forget it. I was sitting with Ron and we were in Ohio. And we were hunting. And the stand was straight up and they went off on each side of the tree. So the trees right here, there was a stand on both sides, back to back. So we would sit facing like this and, but completely opposite sides. So you had to stand up and kind of lean over the tree to talk. And uh, it was really cold and we're sitting there and I felt very unsafe because the stand was like a little bit tilted forward. 
And so when you're sitting in it, you're like leaned forward and it just didn't feel right. You just felt like oh, I'm going to slide off or, you know, and so anyway, we're standing talking after like, uh, this must be nine o'clock in the morning. And Ron, Ron said his glove, set his glove on my seat. I don't know why he said it on my seat when he was talking to me, cause he was holding something for me or something. And then I accidentally hit his glove and it fell to the ground. <laughs> we, just, we just looked down at it and we're like, oh man. And he was like, oh my God, because it was so cold. Yeah, and you need the gloves. Like, oh, we can't do anything, right? So he's just like puts his hand there. It was just it was just the weirdest moment because like we it was like it happened in slow motion. Like we hit it, and you see it, and we both look like this as it's going straight down, it hits the ground. We're like <laughs> Oh, that's <laughs> at funny. the same time and we're like no and he was so cold it was I so cold it. we hunted so it. hard there i never hunted that hard in my life and i felt like i had to because it was like oh i got to get to hunt this great spot and if i don't hunt every day i mean we literally hunted at some points we never came in two or three days we stayed out the whole day which was you know i'm like literally with the weakest hunter you guys have ever met so like that was really <laughs> hard for me like that was intense especially those little tree stands you know it's not like you're on the ground in a ground line moving around i literally i saw 60 70 deer like i'd sit like this dude no joke i'm not even kidding every three minutes there'd be a deer or two walk from my left all the way down like you know and off and out like you would literally every two three minutes there'd be another deer like this just constantly i've never remember. done an all-day sit myself i don't think we didn't do that for a gun did we jamie this year i don't i think uh, i would i mean it all depends on the weather on whether or not i'm doing it you know but if it, if it's, it hits 11 12 o'clock and i don't see nothing i ain't staying out there an all-day sit to me in michigan would have to be like jamie's spot that he put up at the end of the year there in the back like to me yeah. that could work because that's in the woods and like at any point deer could walk through there again it's always a guess and hit or miss right there's no guarantee to anything in hunting so like to me that's a good spot tim your spot i think actually is a pretty good spot for all day because you don't know what the hell's gonna hit that corner yeah i just feel i think here's the problem with all day sits with bow season is that when you're doing it early in the season the days are longer right as as you get closer to know you're losing three minutes of light every day and then you have the time change that happens in in like i forget when november somewhere around that area end of october and so your days get a lot shorter so we're an all-day sit for us in the beginning of hunting season would be from like 7 30 to 7 30 or 8 you're now talking about you know from 7 to 3 or seven to three thirty or four somewhere in that area. So I think it's a lot easier to do it later in the season because you're spending actually less time out there anyway. Yeah. Makes sense. I, did you guys see that they put a proposal through to get rid of daylight savings time in Michigan? I hope so. They've been doing that for years, man. I, I hope, hope they, they do too. I'd be happy just to pick one or the other and be done with it. You know? Yeah. I hate, I hate when the time change happens. It's like, old, I, I don't care. In, in all honesty, I don't care if it doesn't get bright out until nine o'clock for a month or two out of the year. That's fine. Well, none of us care. I think they, it was for the, like the people work outside and the kids going to school, right? That was the, I mean, the newer reasons why the newer reason. Yeah. I think the original reason was the war, right? It was, they, they wanted to have more daylight time during like the daytime for, to fight wars back all the way in like world war one, world war two, something like that. 
just like just like Congress, right? When they have August off, so they people used to tend to their crops, and we're, they're still keeping that around for some reason. Oh, is that what it was for? I think so. Well, that's why we have summer breaks. Yeah. Summer breaks originally summer break. started so that the kids could help out around the farm during the summertime. Oh, yeah! I actually lived through that. It was a good time. <laughs> especially no. being being allergic to hay and busting out in hives and couldn't breathe <laughs> and then if you know my dad you know his reaction was i would love to have seen this oh god that's hilarious nothing wrong with you keep going keep moving you pansy you suck it pan. up man suck it i mean up. i guess it is what are you gonna do i didn't die i'm not gonna kill you i'm not gonna kill you but we didn't know what benadryl <laughs> was stronger. apparently made you stronger <laughs> Just a little Benadryl probably would have helped this guy. That explains a lot about you, actually. I know. <laughs> what did you get diagnosed with this this week? Huh? What did you get diagnosed with this week? You got another... Uh, uh, I can't fake, say fake out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, That's you're so talking funny. about the gonorrhea? Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. My bad. <laughs> Dude, no boom. Hey, no boom. Did you get your stomach under control? Yeah. Yeah, because I remember when we were going to that bear camp, you had to stop every five minutes of poop. <laughs> now, now you're just making stuff up. No, it was something like that. You had like diarrhea the whole time. I no, like, I, I, diarrhea. <laughs> I think what you're remembering is that if I'm hunting for 10 hours, yes, I took a modium every time I went out before That's I went to the bear stand. something about that. Yeah. I ain't trying to get down and go in the middle. So you didn't of the have to get down and go? Yeah. You had to be prepared, man. <laughs> That's like the opposite of what wrestlers do. You know, they'll 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 drink the opposite stuff yeah. so they can lose weight before weighing. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh. oh man, that's awesome. Well, that's uh that's Dream Hunt Camp, man. It's exciting. Like, I, I'm excited for parts of Dream Hunt Camp to happen this year if we can make it happen, especially yeah, with the food too. part. That sounds a lot of fun. We can go to like too. do a Costco run. We could get some nice big old steaks, like ribeyes, and then we could also, you know, find some crab legs wherever. Well, I think we yeah. might be good for turkey season, but we might lose our spot for gun season or for bow season for deer season. So yeah, we'll, I'm we'll figure it out. Yeah, I'm not too we, we can cook. Guns. We can cook in my mom's kitchen. You just got to feed more people. Well, actually, you know what we what Dave and I were maybe talking about, and we haven't finalize anything if we if, if camp chef kind of comes through what would be kind of cool is if we had the uh, enclosed trailer set up with all the kitchen equipment so we could roll it out and roll it in oh, I thought you're not, like you're gonna cook in there no not necessarily <laughs> cook in there but like you could keep everything in there and then if you want to grill you just roll it out here's what we got to figure out is that we're gonna have to put everything in that trailer that's yeah, in that at first until we figure out yeah. what we're gonna do I think but we can get, listen, if Jamie, you and I take over the trailer, we can get it organized. We let True. Dave pack it. it. I can. Oh, yeah. we'll just throw this here and throw that there. Because here's what's going to happen. Two years later, we'll have, we'll still have kids. Uh, I'll, I, I could probably get away with putting a couple of my things in the old man's pole barn, but you know how he likes to shop. <laughs> I don't, I mean, if we're, if I'm going to be um, camping, I, I mean, I don't, I don't need anything. Oh, what's Tim, Tim, uh, explain <laughs> real quick that campsite though. Remember you were looking at a campsite or something? Yeah. That's what I was saying is that, that the, the closest one was seasonal. 
So what's we, that mean? That means you you rent it for the whole season. during the summer. Yeah. You pay like I don't know five six hundred dollars, and you get that site for the whole season, like May through October. So well, it's not what you need is leaving any anything valuable inside that camper if you left. Well, that's I wouldn't be. I, I'd be traveling with the camper to oh, from. Yeah. That's the other camper. thing is to make sure that they want that because some seasonal places don't allow you to come in and out like that. It's like once oh. you get it and you park it there, you got to yeah. leave it there. It just depends on what the rules are. But there are some other ones that were around as well. They just weren't as close. They were like 20, 25 minutes away, which is okay. But I mean, that's no. a long time to drive in the morning to get out there too. We can park one of the campers of my parents, I'm sure. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, sure, we'll talk I'm worried about, about that. I'm not worried. About, well, actually, we probably should use it. You should probably use your parents' bathroom, actually. Because if I don't have to, if you don't have to dump anything, you should be fine. Right? I mean, basically, we just use it for sleeping and storage. If we just the cook camper? outside. Yeah, and use their use their bathroom for washing our hands or go in the bathroom shower, all that. Then you don't need the water is all I'm getting at and the sewer stuff. Right? Right. That's my point at the campsite. You can hook up the dirty water and the gray water and hook up the water and, you know. Yeah, let me search again. Because um, if we're going all the way out near Jamie, I think there was one right by Jamie's house. There was there was a campground not far from that area. I was trying to find something closer to the property. And the closest one to the property is actually past the property, more west. And it's yeah. it, it was like five or ten minutes away. And that was the seasonal one. I'm, There's I'm other ones there. that are just as far as Jamie's parents' place. Um, and I didn't really spend a lot of time researching those because well, they were a little farther. I don't even know where we'd put a camper now because where the guy used to put his camper is a is a pole bar or another hanger now. So I don't think you want to put it in the sand pit. No, I, I'd well, put here's it in the do. garage if we could. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to say thank you for listening to the podcast. We're going to continue this conversation, but offline. So thank, thank you guys. I don't want to waste too much time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks to the supporters. And, uh, you know, what's your dream hunt? We'd love to hear from you guys. Post your comment below on this video or audio and let us know, like, what would you do as a dream hunt? Was some of the things, would you share some of the ideas that we had, or would you have something completely different? So let us know, post below, share, like, and we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for, thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Dave from the Boner Planet Podcast. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please give it a like and a thumbs up. Share it with a friend and let's help build archery together. Also, special shout out to Dead Down Wind and Tanks for title sponsoring the show. And also all of our other great sponsors. You can find all of them in the link below on this podcast and or in video on YouTube, Facebook. There will be links below. Thanks for watching. We love you guys. Take care and be safe. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.